It's time now for the Real Men Eat Plants podcast, your daily dive into sports, pop culture, beer, and food with a plant-based spin. I'm Dee, and along with news anchor Sarah Carlson, producer Eric Rogers, and the rest, here is a man who has never put ketchup on a hot dog, Rich Reynolds. Well, hello, hello, and welcome on in to the Real Men Eat Plants podcast. You know, I almost forgot what we were doing here. We haven't done this in quite a while, but we are back and better than ever, ever, that is. And when I say we, I mean there is Sarah Carlson who is joining us here. Yes, fresh off of her... uh, fiance's birthday is that uh, is that is that we're calling him these days? He is a fiance, correct? Yeah, I say fiance, and then I get oh, when's the wedding? And then I'm like oh, well, we're older, and it's our second time, so we don't know. And then people get bored, so okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I'm bored. Is... All right, move on. It's true. We've been where we get engaged, and then we go mm, finishing the basement or a nice trip uh, or a wedding, and then you know we pick other things. Weddings third. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. It's a lot yeah. of money to pay for your friends to drink. Anyway, moving on. It is. So, okay. So we got we got the lovely and talented Sarah Carlson with us. And Eric Rogers is with us as well. Um, and joining us for the first time here in 2023. Hello, Eric. Well, hello. I, I don't have my usual signage up, but, uh, you know, you know where to find us. Oh, Social media. The signage has changed a little bit, but you can still find Eric at Eric Rogers brand find Sarah at news Sarah find me at RMEP rich uh, remember to go to real hit the support button take the 30-day challenge read the blogs and uh, last but not least subscribe to this podcast this is our first podcast of 2023 and also the official start to season number two of Yo. the real men right. plants podcast how about that so um you, you gotta love that very exciting a whole bunch of new things here in 2023 something that is new we talked about john's birthday i just had my birthday yesterday and I had, had oh my one. goodness it was 50 all right so i hit 50 and it's strange because i remember so i think like milestone birthdays are this when you first become a teenager that's a milestone, right? So when there's actually a teen at the end, so instead of 12, even though you're kind of a teenager already, when it says 13, now you feel like a teenager. So I think that's a milestone birthday. 16 is obviously a milestone birthday because now you could drive. 21 then becomes a milestone, right? Uh, even more than... We tried 18? Yeah, am I skipping over 18, being you're, able to vote? 18. Is that like a, a, a big yeah. deal, I guess? And you're yeah. cigarettes? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, not anymore. Well, there's so many 20. of those people are yeah out there buying. Oh, that's right. It's it changed, didn't it? It's 21 for cigarettes now, which is freaking so ridiculous. You can still get a so, tattoo though. Yeah, you could go into the army and get killed, but you can't buy a pack of smokes, um, which is. I thought those two used to me. like go hand in hand. That's what it was. Army yeah, and cigarettes. Was, you know, army cigarettes that definitely go hand in hand. I used to smoke a pack and a half a day when I was in the army, Good and Lord. then I got out of. I got out of the army and stopped immediately. That, is it just like, because it's the like sometimes there's like there's a lot of downtime? Is that kind of what that is? There's a lot of downtime. So you're either, you know, hurrying up and then you do nothing, then hurrying up and then you do nothing. And so there's a lot of downtime. Everyone else around you is smoking and it's super cheap. 
there's no taxes on any of it at all. So here's yeah, it's question. really cheap. When you were in the army, we didn't have these, right? We'd so no, yeah, there I, were no I, phones. That's I right. I think yep. now when there's nothing to do, that's what they're all doing. We had pagers. So we, we all look like drug dealers, you know? Like, <laughs> I was just going to say, dude. <laughs> oh, we we so had pagers back in the day. About milestones. We need to keep your flow. So, okay. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Back to the milestone. So, like, okay. So, 18 will throw in there. 21 is a milestone. Then after that, it basically is like 30, 40, 50. You know, it starts. And then from 50, you don't really hit another milestone, I think, till 75. Is that is that probably right? You can call whatever you want a damn milestone. I mean. Yeah, I guess. Is 55 not one of them anymore? Or? Well, 55 is like what? The AARP? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I don't they know. They you know, send me stuff for the AARP. I, I, they send me that stuff. And how old are you, Sarah, that they're sending you stuff? I turned 45 to... just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, Our did you really? Wow. Mm-hmm. I never would have guessed that. You look no? great. Thanks. Yeah, you look great. And I, I... With, I was just having a conversation with someone at uh, my work party and she does not work at the company that I'm for, working for now, Sketchworks, but um, she is talking about Botox. It is so remarkably popular with women hmm. uh, younger than me. Mm-hmm. They have budgets and it's like they, they you literally can't even see that. that. See how you see it's still there and every little Sarah's showing right now for those of you listening like a fine line right it's just like a uh, fine uh, you know line what? on your forehead I I look my age-ish I don't know see I feel like that's one of those I don't like I don't care about that stuff like I I would prefer you to look your age than like fake age yeah, I can't do um, absolutely but, but if you want to look younger I mean isn't that all to go with like be healthy and live a healthy lifestyle oh, oh, and yeah. should well, that's you know. the other thing we'll get into. Uh, first, I got to hear about your birthday because you had a milestone. But I had a milestone I birthday. I want to look younger because it feel it makes me feel better because healthier looks younger. Does that make sense? You're only yeah, as old as you feel. Makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. I'm on a health jab right now. So, so Rich, what did you do to celebrate? Did you have like well, a party? Yeah, my my cousin came up shots, from Chicago. Yeah. Oh God! Now see, now I remember that. It's kind of funny that you mentioned that in in college when I turned 21. Uh, my friends, no. <laughs> yeah, my friends got me a T-shirt that said, "Hi, my name is Rich, and I have 21 shots to go." And then every time I would do a shot, they would take a marker and cross out the number, and then put the lower number all the way till I got to one. Well, they had me doing upside down margarita shots, uh, you know, Jaeger. You know, we, there were no Jaeger bombs back then. It was just straight Jaeger um, that you would have to do. Uh, has everyone done an upside down margarita shot? No, and it sounds off. The whole thing sounds okay. awful. So, so an upside down margarita shot. What you do? You sit in a chair. They put a towel on your chest because you are going to get a little bit messy. You throw your head back and open up your mouth, and they take the margarita mix and pour some in, and then they pour in tequila, and then they slam oh. you up so that you mm. take the shot all at once. Well, and... I, I would just spit it back out at the bartender. The crane stop. The craziest shot I ever took was in Austin, Texas, and it was called the $25 shot, and it was at Coyote Ugly. And I guess they have some Coyote Uglies like around the country, but in downtown Austin, they got one. It's called the Coyote Ugly. Have you seen the movie 
like the movie's not that good, but they work in a bar called Coyote Ugly. I, and like I the girls just without watching it. Yeah, yeah. The girls dance on the bar and stuff like that. Well, anyways, uh, my friend bought me a $25 shot at Coyote Ugly, not even knowing what the hell it was. Well, the shot comes and it's just a shot of Jack. And my friend's like, what the hell, man? Did I spend 25 bucks on Jack? All of a sudden, there's girls behind me, girls in front of me. They grab me and pin me down on the bar. Then they, like, pull my shirt up, take my belt off, and the girl on top of the bar starts hammering me with my belt on my back. Yeah, I, I, I kid you not. She's whipping me with my own what if, belt. What if he hadn't worn a belt? I, I don't know. What, I don't know what they would have hit me with. She well, had her the, own belt. The, the thing is, I, I just started laughing uncontrollably. I thought this was hilarious. You know, as I'm as I'm getting whipped by this girl. Well, then how many the drinks were you in that night when that happened? Uh, yeah, it was probably in a few. Uh, the the manager comes out of nowhere, and all I hear is, "Oh hell no!" She was mad that I was laughing. So then she jumps up on the bar. She takes the belt, and it, the first time she hit me, all of a sudden I was like, "Oh crap!" Well, before I know it, I'm bleeding everywhere and all that kind of stuff. I, I couldn't sit down the next day because not not they it's not that they were you know, they weren't whipping my ass, they were just whipping my back. So as soon as I would like try to sit back, my back hurt so much there were welts all over my back, Did which you by sign the way took a consent form so that you couldn't nope. sue. Because I'm picturing nope. people going, Oh, I want that so I can go and sue the crap out of the you know, the person who injured my back. No, I, way, I, I still think question, it's funny to this day. The other question yeah. is, would they do it to a woman if I was like, I want it? I don't know. I took my wife there, and she danced on the bar. So she got up and danced we've on the bar. We've all done that. I think Texas yeah, is- Yeah, we've all done that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, we got to party with you, Sarah. I, no, but I think Texas is the only place I've done that. I had a friend whose dad was lived there when we were growing up, and we visited. But then we went there when we were older. and our, Again, it was in my 20s. I I don't remember. I was dressed. That's all I know. That's what matters. <laughs> that a girl. So, yes. Yes. Texas I, is fantastic for that. I get to have that milestone soon, but uh, we were talking so, about health and what we look like and stuff. I started a new job since we casted, I think. I what? Know, maybe I'd already started. No, you had already started no, at that, yeah, at that place, right? Okay. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to juggle it both, and that was insane. Insane. Yeah, I, I think what happened was, yeah, because we were trying to do like five shows well, we a week and you were Sarah working full time. Yeah. And then oh, I think drunk did, Sarah did. told us, yep, all about it. And now you've forgotten about it. Okay, and well, so. <laughs> the funny thing is, I, I like completely unintentionally, not even thinking because it's just not in my, you know, it's not my gig, gained mm-hmm. five pounds since I started that job. That's well, aren't you sitting down a lot of the job? Out. For those of you listening or the, even looking, I'm 5'3". I'm a small woman and so and a very athletic person who was suddenly working out less and I had to do some lunches and then it was like all these things going on. And I, even on this podcast just now, I'm looking at myself going, just a little bigger, Sarah. So I have been on a serious health kick. I got COVID right before my damn birthday. Damn. Uh, my birthday is January 1st. So I spent New Year's Eve, New Year's Day in the guest room. I'm pointing over there and, and, and glaring. I will never go in that room again. 
because being isolated for a fucking week is like Ooh. worse than, than let the record yeah. show that sarah dropped the first f-bomb yes she did the first one of 2023 <laughs> yep, worse than the fucking 26 dollars <laughs> don't ever make me be in a room alone i, I mean torture uh, so I'm on a serious and I'm very good at like getting myself back into shape, but I was going to ask your opinion about a few things from the eating plants point of view. You know, I'm a vegetarian, but not a vegan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had someone say for sure, like I need to eat more protein, like get, I'm getting things going here, right? Eat more protein, but less fat. So I'm eating a lot of egg white and I'm doing, um, uh, protein powder once a day. Like, a Why do you think protein. you need more protein? Well, I'm a vegetarian who doesn't get enough protein. When you look at totals and what like a person is supposed to get, I'm not very good at finding my proteins. And then I, ever, I really never have been. I People will say, oh, you must eat lots of nuts and beans. And I go, yeah. And then if you look at my, my week, I haven't had beans. <laughs> nuts are... Um, they're fattening, they're salty, and they stop you up. Sorry, you, you don't want to hear about my GI issues. <laughs> salty so- nuts. <laughs> Sarah also makes the first poop reference of 2023. Hey. <laughs> Let me tell you. you, don't, you, you know, it's the medication I'm on. So look what I bought. So I have a friend who's like also a health nut. She's used to be a personal trainer and um, has done a lot of uh, nutritional research. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you've got to go on. Hold on. I'm going to look at it. I'll show you the bottle. You did you do collagen peptides? It has 20 almost 20 ounces of uh, protein for two scoops. She puts it in her coffee, it, and I just tried it this morning for the first time, and it doesn't taste like anything. And according to the bottle, it also is good for like these sort of things that women like youthful appearance, skin hydration, um, healthy joints, good for women, hair and nail support. This is the kind of shit I like. So the question is, is yeah. that, is it coming from a cow? It is coming from a cow. I was just going to say that Explain it's probably it whey I'm, protein. And I read this thing mm-hmm. for 10 minutes before you guys jumped on the, the podcast. Yeah. Like, what is this? Oh, no. I it's whey, what right? It what? Isn't it is whey? It? W-H-E-Y, whey, whey protein? 20 grams of collagen per serving. Grass fed and pasture raised. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's it's, it's, <laughs> it's an animal protein. What I, what, but it's got like amazing that the uh, amino acid profile. I'm going to bore the shit out of you guys. All no, I know no, that's that good. No, amino acids are the building blocks of the protein. So no, right. by it. It's got a 18 grams of protein. And I put it in my coffee. And I didn't taste it. And then I could like have a protein, you know, a little extra. When did you start this protein powder? This one I started today because I today okay. The other okay. protein powders that I've done, um, John is a weightlifting guy who's really really picky about that. So there's one that we get uh, that's way too expensive. <laughs> so I'll I'll trust that one and drink it with. Uh, you have to shake it up real good or put it in a shake. I'm too mm-hmm. lazy to make shakes, so I just shake it up real good with um, uh, almond milk, which I'm not a big fan of, but I know you probably are. 
It's it's okay. I would say so careful. What I would watch for you are are, are a couple things, and and whey protein can do this to you. And it did it to my son because and and I watched him on it for years. Watch for any acne breakouts because oh. it's really good at doing that kind of stuff. Um, and the other thing, okay, I'm listening. I had some well, no, 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 it's okay. Like the whey proteins, you you can that. get quite a bit of farting and stuff like yep. that and, and bloating because it, you know, uh, of the, the lactose that's going to end up being in there. Um, okay. and so then the, so the, no the other thing is watch out for any kind of, uh, what, what, what do they call that? Um, Im- your immune system can be suppressed, uh, especially by dairy and, and high concentrations of whey uh, for up to up to six hours. So for someone just coming off of COVID, where your immune system might not be as strong as you want it to be, I would say just just watch. I, I'm, I'm not a doctor, you know. This I'm is just, just going to say, Doctor yeah, Rich. I, I, yeah, I, you know. <laughs> My big thing is, I just want to drop five pounds in a couple of months, and I know I can do it. I know I just have to eat healthy. To do that, I want to. I know I need more protein just to be more. Might healthy. end up growing your boobs a little bit though, too. So, this John sucks. might like that. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't know. I, I don't know if you'll like it as a runner. You know, as a runner, I don't I think don't big boobs are advantageous, I ran are they? Off and I had two children. If they grow a little bigger, I will be fine. I You're okay with that? Okay. Well, that that might actually happen then um, as well. So maybe we'll like this little bovine thing. But what I just like, I, I kept looking for the ingredients, and I can't really figure out what I'm. So don't you love it? I just trust my friend who has good skin. I'm like, okay. There you go. Yeah. Well, good luck to you with all of that. I actually, so back to what were we talking about? My my cousins came up and and my birthday and we went to Lakefront Brewery. Have any of you ever been to Lakefront Brewery in Milwaukee? Um, Sir. It is phenomenal, by the way. So they have this tour and and it's funny. We've talked about this in a past episode. So I, it's I think full so. circle for those who've been around. I, I decided I wanted to go there. And, and and for the tour, you get like four beers, a glass, a coupon to go drink a free lakefront at one of like 30 bars like afterwards. But also like this tour is hilarious because all the guys giving the tours are stand-up comics. And so, you know, this guy gives a tour. We're almost done with the tour. I'm thinking I'm going to get out of there okay. Then they get to the point where they nominate a bung queen. And so the reason why they do this is because they're actually talking about old-time barrels that have bung holes and then a bung and stuff like that. And I, w- and I always wanted my wife to win this thing, but as it turns out, you they can make they, her the bung hole queen at home, you know? Exactly, I could. They they ended up asking They ended up asking if anybody is celebrating a special day. And, um, of course, my cousins and wife are pointing at me. I had to go up there. I was made the bunghole queen. And so it's not uh, – I, I guess they, they don't have a king. You're automatically a queen no matter what. Well, I ended up getting – yeah, I got I got a signed bung. Um, I got a sash. Uh, I got more free beer, which is exactly what I didn't need. I got so freaking drunk for like twelve dollars is the price of the tour. And I mean, I was I was I was wrecked on some of the. Right on, on, it is. I mean, that tour is phenomenal, and, and there's a reason why that tour sells out and and the the, the place is packed and all that. I mean, it's just so much freaking fun. But anyways, uh, I ended up doing that. But I I can remember. Every one of my milestone birthdays, and I remember even turning like 30 and 40 and 50, they've all hit me differently. Because 30 
ended up leading to a midlife crisis a couple of years later. And I think most men go through that. Yeah. Well, I ended up, I was probably 35 when the midlife crisis hit, but I think the seeds were planted when I was 30 because now you're right on the edge of either people are going to start taking you seriously and you're an adult or when you're in, or are you in your twenties where you still want to party like crazy and do all that. By the time I hit 35, I was in full fledged midlife crisis and it was horrible. I mean, it was, it was really bad. I did not handle that well. Um, Don't tell me 35 is midlife. Midlife crisis. Don't say no. It. It's it, it's not midlife, Eric. Because I, I I know you're oh, yeah. you're there. No, it's it, it's it's a crisis. You end up going through this this crisis of consciousness. I don't know if women go through it. I know that men definitely go through it. Um, Is it possible to have a midlife crisis like every year? Because yeah, it's quite possible. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, first it, of all, the word the word midlife that that's been around for a long time. A midlife crisis, right? Mm-hmm. But we as a society humans are living so damn long. Midlife crisis should certainly come at fifty. We yeah, I don't want to hear that now because I don't want to go I through know. another one. Uh, so, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think everybody goes through it at a different time. I've seen people have it young, and then they do stupid mm-hmm. stuff, and I and yep. I'm like thirty five. 30 never though. I don't even 30 35. Even 35 is when I did it. Yeah. 30 is the milestone I don't remember because I was too busy taking care of little kids and like getting busy in my life. So mm-hmm. I didn't I wasn't even Cuz usually 30 30 can hit, 30 can hit women I think harder because I think women don't enjoy aging as much as men do because because the thing about men so even by, by by the time you hit 40 now you're at the point when you hit 40 where people actually start taking you seriously as a man like you know up until that point they really don't and you, they're, you're really up until that point if you're making stupid mistakes people will be like ah he's still young once you hit 40 then it changes to ah he should have known better you know mm-hmm. 40 is that is that breaking point for a man 40 uh, is you are an adult and no one feels sorry for you for any mistakes you make no, or dumb decisions. No. It's just, nope. Well, man, they should, like you said, should have known better. A lot in your thirties and have people like, Oh, they're still growing up and these yeah. days, like getting to know themselves. I, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's funny to think that like as kids, we probably thought, you know, people in their thirties had their shit together and that's not, <laughs> I used to think that when <laughs> I was a kid, I'm like, yeah. wow. Yeah. 30s 30s were rough i spent yeah i could say my 40s were my hardest yeah seriously i just i just hit the reset button on life like oh okay this is how it works i don't have seizures anymore i have a job Mm -hmm. i went through 10 years of like what the fuck and now here i am so they mean there's hope but i never felt i never put myself in crisis mode and this goes all the way back to my like complete obsession with fitness and and nutrition, which is one of the reasons we're here. I constantly worked out. I ran marathons. I ran my freaking midlife crisis off. I completely swear that's what I did. I did. I was like the rest of my life. If the rest of my life is going to keep smacking me up, I'm just going to run harder and faster. And Oh, look, this works. (laughs) It was was the greatest therapy. I highly recommend it and eating well, you know, because you kind of have to. Right. Well, so so there it was. So anyways, going through mine in another 10 years, 
fun. <laughs> I'm going through mine when I'm 60 or something. <laughs> it's it's not fun, those, those, those crises. I tell you this, though. At 50, I probably feel the most comfortable in my skin that I've ever felt in my entire life. Like, I think I know myself better than I ever have, and I'm comfortable with it. And the, the, the gray hair that keeps coming, I'm fine with that, too. And, you know, the new wrinkles here and there, I'm, I'm cool with all of that. It's actually pretty good. And I think as a dude, too, we're really not that afraid of aging because men, a lot of times, especially some men, age pretty well. I'm not talking about myself, but some men do age pretty well. And then, you know, women find that attractive. You know, there's still younger women that'll find that attractive. And that's all that I fox. need. Yeah, you know, that's so you're working towards. I would I would aspire to be that at, at one point in time. But anyways, John, um, John 50, 50 was fun. Than me. And so I, I, John's 10 years older than me. So we met and we met almost 10 years ago. See? So I. So, so you like older dudes. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't know it. But that's because yep. he was an older dude who took care of himself. I didn't meet go. him and go. I didn't meet him on a uh, an app or anything. I know his age. I met him in a bar, mm. and it's, he didn't hit on me or say anything weird like you guys. <laughs> but I do like his lines. I do like your lines. I never yeah. really had many guys do lines with me. Oh, that sounds like a drug. What like the coke lines? <laughs> yeah, like I'm uh, water. <laughs> You're going to the wrong bars then, man. <laughs> I'm sure if you ask, someone will. Yeah, what are you doing at these bars, Sarah? Oh, Jesus. No, for the record, never did that at all. But more importantly, never had guys walk up or do say something funny. Maybe because I looked like I would have smacked them, you know? Mm, I think I had this yeah, look about me. I like, can see I that. Want you to me? I don't know. You're, you're kind of intimidating. Really- Bitchy? I think I just no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'm intimidated. I, so. I, I looked at a picture of myself from back in college. I don't think I looked intimidating or anything. I just looked like I don't know. Maybe they assumed you were already taken. Yeah, that's what I would have assumed. In college, I wasn't really taken. I, was just, <laughs> I had fun with my girlfriends. We just had fun. I you bet know, you did. I miss those days. Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining it right now. Um, and so... <laughs> actually going, that was another, actually, it's another reason yeah. why I'm on this fitness kick, which will, it will continue. I just recognize that I can't have a new job and then stop what I like to do for my body, but we're all going to Miami in a couple months for oh, hell yeah. our 25th, 25th anniversary of college graduation. Fantastic. A long time ago. Yeah, too yeah. bad you're not doing I'm it during Veganuary, right? No, not Veganuary. And I am having <laughs> a somewhat dry January. I'm tr- I yeah. tried dry January and I've failed on two uh, because I had two events. I had one and a half drinks. And John says that it doesn't count now. And I'm like, well, it's almost. You know. It's pretty dry. <laughs> it, it, it depends. Were they were they dry martinis? Was it dry wine? No, was it no, no? no? Oh, okay. All right. Like I had um, a vodka soda with a lime, and it was it was weak, and so I maybe had one and a half or one total because I let the first one go. But well, one thing I'm learning, then, yeah. I, I, I used to really like to drink on the weekends. Like, we live in Wisconsin. Now, if you look at, like, the top 20 cities in the United States that are the drunkest, isn't it 16 of them exist in the state 
We drink over half the brandy that's made in the world is consumed right here in this state. I mean, very few states or countries drink as much as the people in Wisconsin do. And I used to love that culture. I used to love to go out and I would drink quite heavily. And Dude, I never understood, never understood it. Like, yeah, I'm now at that point where I, I don't get it. Like, terrible hangovers, don't remember what you did. Well, Eric, like, you I'd rather... I would rather eat my calories than drink them. Um, I do drink occasionally, oh, yeah. but it's like if, if alcohol never existed, I'd be totally fine. Like it just was not, it's never been a big part of my life. And I don't know. It's just, yeah, which is, I'm which is crazy because all three of us are kind of saying like, it's not like a huge thing to me, but then there's obviously people that are the very opposite end of that spectrum causing well, Wisconsin to be like that. <laughs> the dream Eric- state. Eric and I worked at a radio group where, like, everybody that oh worked Lord. there was a functional alcoholic. I mean, and I'm, I'm not even joking. 6 a.m. They're, they're drinking on morning oh, shows there. I mean, they're they're pounding stuff up. Like, what the hell is going on? They're drinking all day long. I mean, they're literally functional alcoholics, which is, you know, fine for them if that's what you want to do. And, you know, you're not hurting anybody it's, and only Rich, hurting it's yourself. Not fine. Then, it's not. It's not. <laughs> If you want to please the sponsors, that's cool. But no, 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 no. Well, well, it, you know, if you're not driving anywhere afterwards, you're not breaking any laws. I mean, you're you're an adult. You could do whatever the hell you want to well, do. Well, we had a sports director who was a functioning alcoholic, and you wouldn't really know it by looking at him. But then he got in some trouble. So I'm just like, yeah, it, it does happen. Um, you know, I I look at it as, as this: people don't get in trouble enough, and I'm I'm really frustrated. Especially in Wisconsin, you have like 16 OWIs before they arrest you. Which is crazy. It's asinine. It makes me so mad. And I used, I mean, I know I wasn't born and raised here, but we don't need to go there. Um, But coming from the Chicagoland area, we grew up partying. I did that in high school a little bit. I came to Wisconsin and I was like, what the F is wrong with these people? (laughs) You're talking about about everyone doing 21 shots a night. Like that's normal Uh, uh, in college campuses and things. I did a lot of that in the early days of college. And then I kind of went, oh, you know, I feel kind of sick. And <laughs> that's when I actually started running. I started liking running. And I'm like, that doesn't make me. Mm-hmm. But it's still well, easy to drink too much. And I wish that we didn't have that as such an accepted thing that it was. Yeah. It's somehow because it's legal. It's OK to to kill your body. It's ridiculous. After this past weekend that I just had, I realized I got a New Year's resolution, and it means if I'm going to party from now on, I really want to be the designated driver. Like I, I am up for that. Anybody that wants to, no, that's yeah. Whoever wants to hang out with me, drag me along. I will gladly drive. I will be that guy. I will go to the bar, let them know that I'm the DD, so I could have free soda or whatever, um, and just drink, you know, diet cokes all night long. I'll be fine with that. But I will be the DD. I am not up for doing this. I think anymore. I think you know. I finally realized that as I partied, and my cousins were great, and I had a really, I had a blast. But I'm on like day two of a hangover. And I don't yeah, like feeling that older. way. Yes, they do. I mean, I am not feeling myself yet. And and that kind of sucks. And I like feeling myself and I like feeling healthy. I do have to say <laughs> my, you, you Sorry, like that. I, huh? that <laughs> I, like I love feeling myself. I know. But yeah, it also big, makes you sleep better. You know, you cannot get, deep sleep if you're really drunk sleeping yeah yeah that's right 
Yeah. No, I, I learned that from my from my Whoop too. Do you, you guys know about Whoop? Um, so it's like it's like a band that you wear, and it tells you like all your vitals, and it charts your sleep and your blood oxygen. Like yeah, like like an Apple Watch will do, or or something like that. And so it gets really in depth and tells you you know your REM, your deep sleep, all of that kind of stuff, your your recovery, your variable heart rate, all that kind of stuff. For me, it's it's been a godsend. I absolutely love this thing, and it tells you you know when to work out, when to go to bed, you know when when you should be eating. It's it's wonderful. It it kind of it kind of is like a wife um, because my wife does the same thing you know uh, okay you sh- you should be yeah getting up now go to sleep you. now this is what you should <laughs> that is so sweet. yeah isn't it yeah. exactly yeah i oh, i think apple i would miss it care of me as well oh my apple watch thinks i'm trying to talk to her sorry honey yeah <laughs> so my, my heart rate stuff i really like to be able to check it's interesting yeah, I am. New, I am a New Year's resolution now uh, of not drinking hardly at all. I, I'm still of the mindset. Listen, I I like going out and having one or something like that, and then maybe a second one. But that's all. That's that's it. That I I really want to stop after that uh, because I just feel like crap. I do want to say, by the way, before too far off track. My wife this weekend was absolutely awesome, especially when it came to cooking. Holy cow, was the food amazing, all vegan, all weekend long, including the best damn German chocolate cake I've ever had in my life, and all made by her and vegan. She is an amazing cook, but we had we had Italian beef, we had casseroles, we had breakfast sandwiches and home fries and, and all the stuff like, like you wouldn't believe. Has she thought about All vegan. Her? Who have you thought about having her write a cookbook? Because you talk about the things she puts together. I've seen photos of it, um, and it looks ridiculously good. It looks so amazing. And if she, I get intimidated by cooking. If John, who doesn't get intimidated, saw those recipes, he'd make one for me, and he'd eat it. We have discussed it. She doesn't want to do it because she figures it'll be more time in the kitchen, um, which is probably <laughs> well, it's probably plus right. she's got to write like a novel before every recipe. So she yeah, well, that's that's, that's the way the that algorithm. they do it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's part of what they all have to do now. Uh, you know, speaking of which, we had Shane Martin on. I think it was way back in what was that episode? Yeah two or three or, or something around there. Anyway, Shane was awesome from shaneandsimple.com. And I was just chatting with him tonight. Um, we're going to have him back on here real soon. And uh, he's got a new cookbook uh, that's going to be coming out. So we're going to discuss that when he comes along and uh, you know some of the recipes that I've made and have uh, shown uh, on uh, my social media have been Shane and Simple recipes. And they are really friggin' good. So um, anyways... Yeah, uh, I I just am so glad that we got to catch up here to start off 2023. We haven't been able to do that yet. We haven't been able to get a show out, um, but uh, we're going to try and do this on the regular. So uh, I'm hoping that we can at least churn out one episode a week. Every once in a while, two would be oh, yeah. phenomenal. And hopefully we can do all that and everybody will tune in and love it um, as much as we love doing it. In fact, what we're going to do, I'm going to kind of say goodbye 
and then we're going to kind of take a break. And then on the back side of this, um, we're actually going to have an interview that I'm going to throw in. So stick around for everybody that is listening. Uh, make sure again that you do check out our YouTube channel, our social media at Eric Rogers brand at new Sarah at RMEP rich, go to real click on the support button, take the 30 day challenge, read the blogs. And of course, subscribe and like this podcast, tell your friends all about it. And we will try to be uh, more regular in doing it than Sarah is regular after uh, (laughs) (laughs) doing what she's doing, you know? Regularity's key, Sarah. Get more fiber in your diet. I love that you're getting protein, but get some fiber in there. Well, Lots of fiber. Talk all day about this. I do. Okay. All right. Fiber's good. So, all right. Hey, hey, guys. It is wonderful seeing you. And like I said, uh, for everybody listening, stick around. Interview time is next. All right. If you've ever wanted to show off your plant-based lifestyle and do it in style. Here's your chance. We have some of the most amazing t-shirts, hats, accessories, coffee mugs, and more at shop.realmeneatplants.com. We have statement t-shirts that will bring a smile to everyone's face. I love the I want tofu tonight tea. Plus, we have podcast teas, real women eat plants gear, real kids eat plants, and real people eat plants, just in case men, women, and kids didn't cover it all. We love you and love that you want to show off that healthy lifestyle of yours. Again, Check out our high-quality gear at shop.realmeneatplants.com and enjoy. All right, here at the Real Men Eat Plants podcast, we need your help, and so does Paul's party. Being a brand-new podcast is trying to get its footing. We are asking that you help support our pod by going to our podcast page at realmeneatplants.com slash podcast and click the support button. When you do, not only are you helping us get our feet on the ground, you are helping to support Paul's party, a 501.c charity that raises money to help kids with physical disabilities get equipment to have some fun in their lives. Two great causes, one easy support button. Again, please find us at realmeneatplants.com slash podcast or on Patreon when you type Real Men Eat Plants into the search bar. Thanks for your support and for helping Paul's party. Welcome to Sheilor Select. The whole system will be ready in a few minutes. Take your seat and enjoy. Everyone has a story that's built on thousands of hows, whys, and whats. Join myself, Chris Sheeler, as I dive into how people live their lives, why they do what they do, and what goes through their mind while they do it. If you love learning and what makes people tick, my podcast, Sheeler Select, has you covered. New episodes every Monday. Find it on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, or just anywhere you get a podcast. Well, look who's back. I absolutely love it as we kick off our 2023 season. Season number two is underway, and I couldn't think of having anyone better in than Shane Martin. It's either because Shane is that good or my imagination is that bad. I'm not sure which one it is, but let's go with the former over the latter as we bring in Shane Martin, who was awesome the first time around. So we're setting the bar high for interview number two. To Shane and welcome back into the Real Many Plants podcast. Man, I'm pumped. 
Very kind words, but it's probably because you couldn't get Rip Esselstyn on. He turned you down. So there you go. <laughs> was, what, on the list, but... How did you know that? How did you know he's been? Uh, he's been. He's, uh, I, I showed him the production notes before we came on. <laughs> yeah, nice. Okay, <laughs> wonderful. Well, welcome back, Shane. You know, the last I time that we. Yeah, it, it it's taken us some effort to get here. By the way, my my computer crashed right before this happened. Uh, but you've been kind enough to uh, sit with us. Now, the last time that we spoke to you, you were going under some major renovations with the house. Um, how is that going, or how has it turned out? Are we done yet? Um, what's happening there with the old homestead? Yeah, so we are on the backside of it, definitely. We are. Uh, we got some tile work left to do. We got a guy coming in to do that, and I've got some aesthetic things to do, uh, like a little bit of flooring and then baseboards and some crown molding. And I'm doing a lot of that window trim. But we're getting there, so um, it's livable. We're in the house. The last time we talked, I was actually did the interview from a rental house. So mm -hmm. it's always fun to have two <laughs> house payments. You know, that stress on your marriage or anything. No, never. Uh-uh. No. Um, you know, speaking of places that you're doing the interview from, looks like you're in much cooler digs this time. Uh, where are you at right now? I like that backdrop. Man, so today, I mean, literally just a few hours ago, I got the keys. I'm renting a little loft apartment in the little downtown uh, of Boonville, Mississippi, there's an old and, and um, they've turned them into apartments and and um, was able to fit it into the budget. But I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's got the I mean, it's got the exposed brick and it's just basically a kitchen with a bedroom, which is perfect. And so I've kind of moved the operation over here and like everything is in boxes, my cameras, my props, everything. And so uh, just been cleaning today and. I'm on a card table and I'm, I don't even have my Wi-Fi hooked up. I'm hotspotting off my phone. So, um, oh wow, that's how we're making all this happen. So, but yeah, man. So it's cool. I'm ready to get started, and yeah. So kind of uh, the this is the first official view of Shane and Simple, and I'm doing your podcast, so I'm pumped. I love it. Thank you for that. It is an honor, you know, and I also thought it was pretty darn cool. Uh, the other day, I, I'm walking around, uh, I think it was right after my uh, daughter's basketball game, and then I get an update from Facebook that says that you're going live. I tune into you going live, and you had a big announcement. Uh, so if you could, you were able to share it there. Can you share some of that here on our podcast? Yes, I can I can share some. So I got a by a publisher to write a cookbook and um and uh we're still trying to iron out all the concrete details you know bureaucracies and things like that but um i got an email harvard press and he said hey we're interested in having you do a cookbook <laughs> i was like yeah sure i get these emails all the time and um and so um but no, it was like completely legit. We had a great conversation um, over the over video call, and and essentially they're wanting me to do a vegan bread cookbook. And so it's it's hmm. really interesting because normally you get a literary agent and they shop your idea, for, and you book you want. Well, these are they just need author, and so 
I was like, how did you find me? And why did you think of bread? And they said, well, we went to Pinterest and we typed this in and you came up and we thought, great. Hmm. So they said, you do bread. And I was like, yeah, we eat bread at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try to do bread. So, uh, so we're get all the detail. thing is still, you know, they've got to put, they were explaining how they have to enter it once they pick the author into their big database before they can actually officially do the concrete offer. But yeah, everything looks good. And Hopefully we'll get started first of February and you know, that's uh, not the book I ever thought I would do first, but, uh, but that's where we are, but I love bread. So that's uh, fantastic. Yeah, so excited news. about it. Super excited about it. Yeah. Congrats, that's man. Good. Yeah. So I hope it, yeah. So we'll make sure that, uh, I'm just, you know, again, waiting for the final deal to be done, so that, but that's where we are. You know, I have been all over ShaneAndSimple.com. I have made a bunch of recipes. I've shared some of that on your social media as well. Bread isn't one of those things that I would know you for, although I do have to say this. When I have old bananas, your vegan uh, banana bread now is my go-to banana bread. I absolutely love it. And one of the things that I think is so cool about it is how moist it is. Like, I like a moist banana bread. I don't like a dry banana bread. And yours comes out awesome. And, and what's cool about it, and even... I've made your biscuits, um, which I think is also pretty cool because of the fact. So that those, those are the only two bread items, I guess, that I've made off of uh, off of your site. But what's yeah. cool about it is there's there's no oil. I never would have thought of putting applesauce in biscuits, and yet it works. It is fantastic. I I, I, I talk about that a, a little bit because that had to take some some toying with and and, and playing with, didn't it? It's funny because my wife had been wanting me to do that recipe for a long, a long time. And growing up in Mississippi, you know, homemade, we didn't buy canned biscuits. We ate homemade biscuits. And I watched my grandparents make them, and they're the most unhealthy things in the world. But um, my wife was working actually on a biscuit recipe. And so she was the one that kind of, she just finalized it, you know. And so, uh, but. You know, the first thing we went to was applesauce because that was like the first oil replacement. And we've actually been being with the like aqua and some things to uh, to to put in there instead of the applesauce. It, it just works, and yeah, and it's like. And I found out by this from this publisher that pancakes are considered a bread recipe. So got the oh okay, that, so I'm good. Oh, there you go. That's number three, right, Rich? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh that's, my goodness, uh, you have ten you... recipes. <laughs> you you have seen them right like like I've made some some of those pancakes I am I, I'm enamored with with two of them so there are the carrot cake pancakes oh, um yeah. which which are unbelievable and always blows my family away and then the chocolate ones which now I'm probably the biggest chocolate lover in my family and then then my wife and I eat those she's like she's like well you're eating those like like candy I'm like no 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 it's it's pancakes you know and uh but it is I mean it, it kind of tastes like cake and, and and like I try to tell her is you know pancake it's kind of like cake, you know, I mean, if you want to think about it that way, but um, you have so many different pancake recipes. Um, what's, what's your favorite one? What's the one that you would recommend that, you know, people that are listening right now saying, okay, I'm going to make up some pancakes this weekend as dads often do as, you know, that's, that, that's kind of the guy thing. Um, which one would you recommend right yeah. off the top? Man, golly, you know, it's like, that's a, that's a good question. I think the one, 
the, the one that's not on the blog that I got to put on that my kids love that we make is like a banana nut pancake with cinnamon and walnuts and stuff mm. like that. But it's almost like a banana bread pancake. But I think like when I have the time to make them, because I'm, I just get lazy on Saturday mornings and I want a quick pancake. I like the super fluffy pancakes because it's just mix them and go. But like when I take the time, it, it's, it's the carrot cake pancakes. Like if mm -hmm. I take the time to make the cashew cream and the shredded carrots and the raisins and everything, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just decadence on a floor. And, and, I mean, and breakfast, just, breakfast foods are like, there's such an underrated thing. I, I feel like, like I love a good breakfast, you know, making something, not just like, you know, some people skip breakfast and then there's like cereal, but making a breakfast is so good. What about like muffins? I see you have the uh, vegan banana chocolate chip muffins. I've not made those, but I love a good muffin. Yeah. The mu those muffins are really good. They're light and fluffy, but I will tell you, if you like muffins, Probably my two favorite that is on there is the breakfast muffin is the um, uh, apple banana oat muffins. Okay, that? yeah, I see that. Yeah, those are my those are my favorite because they're super dense and super hearty, so they they kind of keep you full for a long time. But the other ones that I love to make are the uh, vegan cheddar jalapeno corn muffins. Mm. Dang. Oh. Yeah, that's that's like right These up my are, alley. I love yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's that's gonna have to be something I'm gonna have to make, and I'll I'll share it with uh, everybody. You even have like simple. other <laughs> recipes you can have with it, like your chilies and stuff like that. Chili. So combine, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well yeah, done, definitely, Shane. Definitely wanna. <laughs> <laughs> you, you definitely wanna do that, and, and I tell you, you're you're actually the guy that. Yeah, you've introduced me to TVP. I didn't know what TVP was. I wasn't using TVP. Um, and now, so TVP, for those that don't know, stands for Textured Vegetable Protein. Um, and you could find it, like, at your grocery store with, like, some of, like, the, like, healthier flowers and stuff like that, like, in that aisle and, uh, and what have you. And um, we use it and made the, um, you know, breakfast sausage gravy. Uh, for, for, for those biscuits, and I've used mm -hmm. it for the Italian sausage crumbles that you have. And it is absolutely unbelievable how you can get this stuff to taste. But not only taste, um, you know, sometimes you can miss out on texture. The texture is on point. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I think that was a real fine with, with you using TVP. Yeah, well, I will tell you this. Um there is. I do a vegan bacon bit recipe with the TVP. It was the first TVP recipe that I used. If you make the Shane and Simple just fluffy pancakes and then sprinkle those vegan bacon bits in there and oh. then get a little maple syrup on top, <laughs> it, it is like those McDonald's muffins, you know, the, the, the kind of, man, it's so, it's the sweet and the savory and, oh man, it is so freaking good. <laughs> That's Southern, Southern eating right there. And did no. when uh, I, I want to take it back a little bit, Shane, with the, the, uh, the, the, uh, book deal, the cookbook news, is that something that they kind of like, I don't know, mm -hmm. did they, did they plug in your ear? Like, Hey, if this goes well, we got another one. Is there a, a, a sort of, um, variety, uh, some, some particular category that you've been kind of dying to do for a cookbook? Yeah. So. The talk is right now, they have two books that they want me to do. 
that we're talking about. One is a vegan bread cookbook, and then one is a vegan bread cookbook using a bread machine, because that's kind of mm. the rage right now, and that's kind of mm -hmm. what this publisher is known for. Um, but I, you know, it's it's interesting. So there's another thing in the works that just kind of happened this past Sunday. There is a, uh, a doctor here close to me that's been using my website for years, didn't know I had moved back to Mississippi and didn't realize we were 20 minutes up the road. <laughs> and then he okay. saw my address on my mailing address and he goes, you're going to move on. And so he's been recommending the site to his patients and he does a lot of lifestyle medicine. And oh. he has been wanting to do a cookbook, but he just never had the missing piece. And he said, he said, I always said, man, if I ever got to meet Shane, he goes, that was going to be, that's what we were going to do. And we met, had lunch, and so we are working on something that I think is super unique. And so I don't want to give too much away until we've kind of got it on lockdown. We're trying to finalize our LLC together, and but I'm super pumped about that. But as far as, like, if, if I could shop a book, I think what everybody's been telling me they would love to see. And so I kind of listen, you know, within the within many people, there's a lot of wisdom a lot of times. Within the council of many, there's women. It just seems like everybody's like, man, you, you, there's a lot of Southern, there's Southern vegan cookbooks, but there's not one that is a whole food plant-based Southern mm -hmm. vegan cookbook, you know, that, that eliminates the fake butters and the oils and everything. So I think I've been talking to my wife and I'm, I'm just about the point with, especially with this office now, I'm like, you know, to hell with the publisher. Let's just, let's just do the book and let's, let's start working on it. So I think that I would love to just, do a whole food plant-based southern southern food book like and instead of this this you know that kind of thing and and um that would be my goal and not just once but like you know have lunch dinner or we supper as they call it around here uh appetizers and desserts and things like that Pe things that people just do not associate with healthy eating well, what I absolutely love about it, and I love about your recipe, so there, there, there's a few things. One is um, it's not pretentious at all. So if, if you go on to Shane's site and, and look at his recipes, I mean, they're easy enough for Eric to cook them. Um, I think that they are, they are that good. And you know what? I have got some adventures. This one does not need to be one of them. Just like, let's just yeah. do it right. <laughs> I See, I, I'm a pretty experienced cook. My my. Yeah, there, there, there you go. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll pick on you, I guess, a little bit. But I mean, they're, they're easy enough for anybody <laughs> to do. Okay, the other thing that's really good about them, they are quick. I mean, most of your recipes, seriously, I have done in thirty minutes. Um, and I, I think that's yes. a, that's a big selling point because a lot of people think, oh, if I'm going to have to cook every day, you know, I'm right. going to have to bring out a ton of ingredients and it's going to be really hard work and it's going to take hours and your stuff is done in 30 minutes. And then, and then the third thing, because there are, like you said, there are a lot of vegan websites out there and they have all kinds of recipes. You can get all kinds of comfort foods, but what you can't get a lot of times are those comfort foods without all the oils and the salt and the, the, all, all the added, you know, stuff that you don't want that you're trying to avoid. If you're trying to go more whole food plant based and on your site, you have that. It's like, wow, I could get biscuits and gravy and eat that for breakfast. And it's whole food plant based, you know, I like, like, holy cow, this is amazing. You know, this is, <laughs> and, 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 and it's, I, I believe it's absolutely incredible. So for anybody that's thinking, okay, am I going to want to buy this cookbook? 
Dude, you cannot go wrong. I am telling you right now, you are going to love these recipes and love the fact that they are good for you. Um, and, and Shane, I, you know, personally, I, I just want to thank you because there isn't another site that I can find that is like this that has this kind of food, this simple, this easy, non-pretentious, and with all ingredients that I mostly have in my pantry. And every once in a while, if I got to go to the store to buy it, I could readily find this stuff. Um, it's not like I'm. I'm searching all over the place. And so, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that in and of itself, though, I mean, had to be an adventure for you. It had to be a, a real challenge to come up with all of that to get it to that level where it's like, hey, this isn't going to take two hours. This is going to be healthy and this is going to taste good all all at the same time, wasn't it? I, I mean, quite quite a challenge. Yeah, you know, it's I've always been a foodie. I mean, I still remember... One of my favorite things before going healthy was uh, to make a, a cheeseburger and use a Krispy Kreme as the bun. Death swallow there, yeah. And but you know, I, I think for me, like it's it's not just trying to be clever with the name. It's like I like simple things. I, I want when in conversations, I want people to get to the point. You know. And I, I want to, I love to have good conversation, but it's just like, you know, I'm a very, I operate very black or white. I very rarely operate in the middle of anything just because I don't want to waste a lot of time. And when it comes to cooking, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Like for me, when I went plant-based, I followed all the stereotypes, like this is going to be hard. I'm going to be in the kitchen prepping meals four nights out of the week and, you know, things like that. And for me, because I already love to cook, I thought, well, what do I need to do to make this thing that I love healthy? You know, like what's a good replacement for this? And when I realized just by a limit, and, and what I saw was by going away from the, the animal products and the oils and the fake butters and the real butters and things like that, I felt like it got easier to cook. It's like I tell hmm. people, it's like going from a Microsoft to a Mac. People go, oh, it's kind of complicated. And I'm like, it's just complicated because there's like 50 less things you have to do to go from point A to B. And that's why I was an Apple guy, you know? And so, I mean, so I kind of feel like eating plant-based is like that in a lot of ways. It's like, yeah, there's a learning curve because you're learning what do I replace and how do I do this and how do I cook without oil? And there's all those questions. But once you learn to do it, I think in the, I'd love to take credit for making it so simple, but for me, it just was kind of the natural, and that was the avenue I pursued. Now, you can get super crazy with, like, you know, roasted beets with chocolate rhubarb and glaze and a reduction, you know, And I, but that's, that ain't me. You know, that's just not – I'm like, I'm on it now. I want to look, you know, like – and I will assure you that the meals I make for my family eat well and bog, but they don't look nothing like the pictures. You know, it's like get it done, throw it all, and let's go, you know, so – well, and here's uh, here's another thing just to kind of keep in mind for the people who are out there, either it's maybe your first time looking into cooking vegan meals or, you know, maybe you've been doing it for a while. It, you know, we've all seen the prices at the grocery store, especially when it comes to like eggs and stuff. Are you seeing like, well, what is that? Has that affected? And, and I don't cook, you know, all, all vegan meals or anything. So I'm just kind of asking from an outsider's perspective, like what has that done to your bottom line when it comes to the shopping bill? Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I think we've just naturally seen it go up because everything has gone up. But when I look, so we did a cookout at my brother's house not too 
long ago, and you know they eat meat, and he was like, hey, did you stop by and grab some hot dogs and hamburgers for such that's coming over and everything like that? And we'll usually make veggie burgers or like my black bean burgers or something to take. I could not believe, because I don't buy meat, mm-hmm. you know, and I could not believe how expensive eggs and meat and everything was. And I'm like, we buy rice in 25-pound bags, 10 and 15, 25-pound <laughs> Good <bags>. Lord. <laughs> to Sam's or Costco. Hell yeah. Well, up until a few years ago, we had five kids in the house, and two are off to college, but we still have three in the house, you know. And so five people eat a ton, but it's like it keeps for a while. But I'm like, when I look at what we're spending, you know, I mean, like the most the specialty things like the nutritional yeast or we'll buy like a five-pound bag of cashews, and those are always going to be your more expensive items. But we don't buy them every trip to the grocery store. And so – I mean, yeah, we've seen a nat- we've seen our grocery bill go up slightly just because everything has gone up, but not near the tune of what you're seeing eggs and a gallon of milk. And, you know, we're still eating thrifty compared to all that, you know. And now, that's like I tell people, though, on a vegan diet, if you go vegan, there's so much processed vegan specialty foods, you can break the bank doing that, mm-hmm. you know, the, the baked meats and the cheeses and stuff like that. And, um, but I mean, yeah, so I would say that just because everything has gone up, our grocery bill has naturally gone up, but not, like I said, not near the tune that I feel like everybody else is having to fork out with eggs and meat and and things like that. Dude, it's, it's crazy. Like 18 standard eggs are like now $10 It's you know, it's a place near me. It's like wild to see. It's like Alaska. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Time to get off eggs. That's what it's telling you. That's right. right. There. That's um, right. Yeah. Speaking of things, speaking of things that were going up, your dander was up a few weeks ago. So I'm I'm going through like your uh, social media, and you posted something on college football, and I'm like, that's my guy. You know, down south, and 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 you played yeah. football, and down south, man, do they love college football. I, I don't know. I don't know which one they love more, high school football oh, or yeah. college football, but it's it's pretty damn close. I mean that that rules down there, and the college football playoff happened and somehow and and eric and i think you know talked about this too i can't believe tcu got in i didn't think that long mm-hmm. and of course they go and, right. and beat a big 10 team which which i think you know didn't take them seriously at all and, and probably should have won that game anyways i think michigan should have got by but um tcu gets in and then they go sure. up against georgia and it, it's like what the hell were they doing there in in the first place let's Let's just change topics a little bit. Talk about about the college football playoff. Why the hell wasn't Alabama in that group of four, Shane? Well, look, here's what I'm going to say. I'm a Mississippi State guy. That's where I went to school. That's where I played a little bit. It grew up in the family. So we hate Alabama. Alabama Mm -hmm. is only an hour and ten minutes up highway to Mississippi State. And we don't call it Alabama, but the school on Highway 82. So outside of Ole Miss, that's our big rock. So, so, so um, we were happy that Alabama was in. But I'll, I'll tell you this: um, I I thought I thought outside of TCU, I thought it should have been Tennessee. I know Tennessee got spanked by South hmm. Carolina, but what I tell everybody. It didn't happen in the SEC on any given day, except for Vanderbilt, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought 
I thought Tennessee should have been in because they beat Alabama. That made sense to me. I still I, – I thought Sonny Dykes and his stupid comment about, you know, week 10 in the SEC and in our conference, we're playing games every week that matter. I'm like, well, most of your games are week 10 in the SEC. So, you know, like I, I don't buy that at all. But I just – it really – I just could not believe that – that TCU was that high up when you look at strength of schedule, when you look at their conference, mm-hmm. and then you compare that to a Tennessee. And, yes, I'm biased to the SEC, but I think it should have been Tennessee over Alabama. And I was glad to not see Alabama in it. I don't think they earned it. I don't think they played up to their potential. But I thought Tennessee had a real shot of, of making it in the in the group of four, and I was kind of sad to see they didn't. But if you, I, I still think they should have been over TCU. TCU. I mean, I just well, and naturally that. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in over you. Uh, what the naturally that that field increases though, right? When when does the college football playoff field expand? It's like year after next, is it twenty twenty five? Okay, I couldn't remember if I couldn't remember if they had the next year or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember. I can't remember that now either. If it's twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six, something like that, there where it's definitely going to expand. Um, and, and that'll solve some of that, I guess. Um, I, I still look at it and say, listen, you know, Alabama lost two games at the very end of the game, both on the road in the SEC, where it's very hard to win. And if you put Alabama in that field of four, the only team that would be favored against them on a neutral field is Georgia. Alabama would have been favored against Ohio Georgia. State. They would have been favored against uh, uh, Michigan. The only team that they would have probably been a field goal underdog to would have been Georgia. And, right. and, and that would have been it. And so I, I don't understand why they couldn't get in. And I, I listen, we're, we're in Big Ten country. Eric and I are very partial to the Big Ten. And we love Luke Fickle up here right now as the new Badger oh, coach yeah. because, holy cow, is he, like, getting all kinds of transfers yet. and recruits. And, oh, my, I, I, we're, we're loving it, you know, up here um, in, in Madison and, and Big Ten country. But, but we know the SEC, too, and we have mad respect um, for the SEC. And, and there's no arguing the fact that the SEC is the football conference when it comes to football conferences. Now, that might swing in a couple of years now that USC is coming over to the Big Ten and UCLA and the Big Ten becomes a national conference, um, and we kind of like that. But I think, um, well, you know, it's – you've also got you've – got, you've got Texas and Oklahoma coming into the SEC. Yeah. See? that's going to be interesting. Well, and the, by like, the way, the, the, the playoffs expand – Next year, this this next coming season is the last year of four teams. Then it goes to eight after that. But yeah, you're right. Okay. The the added teams are like teams keep changing into the conferences, and so you know, just uh, more evolution yeah, for the but money. I agree with you, Rich, on the sense that I think that if it wasn't going to be Tennessee, I do think it should have been Alabama. When you look at just mm-hmm. their record all year and how they lost those games. But I will say this, and people think I'm crazy. I think if it had come down to Georgia and Alabama, I think Georgia they they're going to put 65 points on Alabama. But I I think it would have been definitely more than a field goal. Georgia just is just man. They were just I would be scared to play those guys because even their third stringers are like four and five star guys. I mean, absolutely. 
Yeah, they were. They, I mean, I mean, very, very impressive. Georgia lo- looked absolutely amazing. I, I agree with you too. I think Georgia wins anyways. Um, I just think Alabama was probably the second best team in the country, and they were left out. And you put in a dog like TCU, and it's like, yeah, okay, great but season still, TCU, I mean, they, but come on, they might have been the best, te- the, like one of the four best <laughs> teams, but they didn't play the schedule out to earn the spot. Right, that's, that's yeah, the they, difference, I, you know. I mean, we we all have eyes. We all yeah. watch college football. Yeah. I mean, you know, come on, this they they were not on the same level. They were not in the sure. same because otherwise you might as well go back stuff. to the BCS, whatever. Like you know, just put the best teams in there and like you win a big game like you know you go back to just like the eyeball test like you said rich yeah and but you have to have some of that i mean we're we're not computers we watch the games and so um anyways um the the reason why i wanted to even segue to to football talk is because you know what if i was going to watch football at anyone's house it might be yours, Shane, that I would like to because I am sure that the vittles are good. Okay, so uh, yeah, See, <laughs> you you, you got to do it this way. No, no, we were talking off air a little bit, but we we have a Super Bowl party in our house. And the last three years, because the last three years I've I switched to uh, a vegan diet, it's been an all plant based party, and I I cook everything. And even though it's been plant based, my son's friends who are all in college and stuff like that, they keep coming to the party. I basically host the Edgewood baseball team and we have a <laughs> Super Bowl party and um, they they come and they keep coming. They, it's not like the attendance has dropped off. Um, they always end up looking forward to it. And so um, I love that. But I'm always looking for new stuff because I want to be able to have new and better stuff in there. And so I've been looking through some of your recipes and I want to touch on those because I think there's some stuff that's going to be great for anybody's Super Bowl party. And, and by the way, are we allowed to say Super Bowl party? Is that We're not trying to profit off of that, right? Yeah, okay. It doesn't have to be big big game party or or something like that. You know, something stupid. Yeah. Um, So, game of the NFL season party. (laughs) (laughs) Just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, which which is going to be a pretty interesting matchup with Brock Purdy going up against Joe Burrow. That's what you know. I'm I'm calling right there. But um, you don't don't think the Bills go? You know, Cowboys, Cowboys, baby. My boy, there you go. (laughs) How about them Cowboys? Say hey to Big Mike for us, for us Packer fans. Yeah, there you go. Uh, So, anyways, um, I. Who's that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the Packers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Hey, you can join us next week, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> it, it, it's okay. I'm I'm a Bears fan. Our season was over in week three, so um, you know we're number one you know, pick. Yeah, we do have the number one pick. That's that's pretty interesting. Uh, anyways, I didn't want to talk all this NFL stuff, uh, except for. <laughs> Because it's embarrassing as a Bears fan. Anyways, I I do like Justin Fields, and I think we're going to be okay, and we got a number one pick and all that. But um, that being said, Super Bowl party, the Bears will be there next year. Um, You got to have some stuff. When I think Super Bowl party, I I think buffalo wings um you got two recipes for buffalo wings now i usually make a cauliflower one um but you also have buffalo tofu wings now if you could Uh. talk about the differences which one you prefer because i could really get into some tofu Uh, my wife even sometimes will make these tofu patties that taste like chick-fil-a she brines them in pickle juice i mean uh, they're they're amazing um tell me if you could about your your buffalo tofu wings and buffalo cauliflower wings and and what's the, the the way to go that you'd recommend 
Man, yeah. So good question. It's um, <clears throat> so I love the buffalo tofu wings, and I call them wings. But the biggest difference with those is they almost look like mozzarella sticks because mm-hmm. of the way they cut, and they they're breaded with like pinko breadcrumbs. So you get that crunchiness without deep frying them. They take a little longer, but it's amazing when I make those for people. I, I mean, even the most the staunchest meat eaters love them because they said it almost has the texture of a mozzarella stick that's been sitting around for 10 minutes. So, <laughs> okay. um, so I think when I want to change texture up and like, that's when I'll go for like the, 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 the tofu ones, but I love the cauliflower ones just because they're, they're like the, they're the quintessential finger food where they're just, you pick up, dip one, eat it. Mm-hmm. But we love taking those things and putting them on a hoagie roll and making a sandwich with them. They make the best buffalo mm. cauliflower sandwich. I mean, that, and so that's usually why we make those because they just make a, a killer sandwich. But you can't go wrong with either one. It depends. Do you stick or do you want like something that's just one, you know, one piece of something, you know? Well, I, I think what's cool, too, is you have a vegan ranch dressing, then, that you can dip them in. Now, vegan ranch dressing is nothing new. You could buy vegan ranch dressings and stuff like that. But I tell you one thing, if you're going to buy it in the store or most of the recipes you're going to see, they are loaded with oil. I mean, it's basically an oil bomb. You have a vegan ranch dressing that is oil-free. Explain to me how you have done this because it's almost hard to believe. <laughs> Yeah, so now it, it's not super low in fat. It's not as bad as one with oil, but it's made with cashews. Mm-hmm. And cashews are just any kind of cheese sauce or dressing that you're doing. Cashews are perfect because they're really soft. And then once you, you know, soak them in water or boil them, they just, they're so creamy. So they, and they have a little bit of flavor. You add a little bit of savory, you get the savory. And when you add a deal, they just make the best best ranch dressing so it really started when i come up with that recipe it's right after i learned how to make queso with cashews and i thought well Mm -hmm. you know if you can make a cheese sauce why can't you make a salad dressing you know and i always like thick so i just and that's usually how i do i'll I'll go and research and like what makes this ranch dressing and you looking at the apple and i'll like when i did my vegan mayo with uh cashews I just started reading the back of mailers and going, oh, they got garlic powder, they've got vinegar, they've got sugar. Well, I'll use maple syrup instead of that. Or, you know, some plant-based people do honey, you know, I'll do that or something. But so I just try to manipulate that until I get the consistency and the flavor that I want. And so, but that's how the, the ranch dressing came up. And so, so then from there, I started, there's a garlic aioli I make, you know, that's really good, you know, so, but yeah, so that's kind of how we replace the oil to keep that, because, you know, the, the thing that people love about a lot of food, they get into these savory, rich foods. It is the combination of the salt, the fat, the sugar, the acid. So how do you do that in a healthy way? Well, you cut back and you realize that it's you've got to reach your taste buds and everything. But there is something if you're going to – you're not going to eat ranch dressing every day, hopefully. You're not going to drink it, even the cashew-based one, you know. So mm-hmm. – so if you're having it with like your Super Bowl gathering or, you know, a, a, a party or something or a dinner party or, you know, that kind of thing, it's 
you know, you're, if you're going to have a fat, you need to have a healthy fat. You know, you're going to have something that's got the fiber and everything. And you get all that with the cashews. And so, um, you know, it's kind of the same thing when I make the, the gravy you were talking about earlier. I'll make homemade mm-hmm. cashew milk because you don't have to strain it. And th- that's what makes the gravy so thick. So, but all that to say is, yeah, to, to figuring out like, man, it just I think it makes the best ranch dressing. And everybody that I make it for, you know, they'll ask for a jar because they cannot believe mm-hmm. there's no oil, there's no dairy, there's no anything in it. And I'm like, I'm just telling you, it is what it is. And they're like, well, I never thought plant-based would be like this, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is mostly the reaction that I get from people and is why I try to post as many pictures of food as I can because most people are like, well, enjoy your salad, enjoy your, your... – I'm like, salad? I'm like, I, I've been yeah. vegan now for, you know, three and a half years or whatever it is. I, I think I've had three salads. You know, I, I'm really not a salad guy. Um, and so, you know, I, I really like eating this way, and there's so many options. There's so many ways to do it. You're talking about using cashews. My wife makes a great queso um, with, with cashews but she also puts in there like potatoes and carrots and you know uh, it's and onions and nutritional yeast and and before you know it it's like oh my goodness it's it's like indistinguishable uh, almost from like cheeses except that there's no oil and it's not you know it doesn't get gunky on you and stuff like that which is which is absolutely awesome everybody loves her nachos and so um which is going to be definitely served at our super bowl but i also want to serve some dip and you got some dip choices here. There's a French onion dip. Yeah, that's cool. A garlic herb vegan cheese spread, which sounds amazing. But the one that's really kind of flipping my switch here uh, is vegan cream cheese and sausage dip. Explain this one because this sounds like a winner for a Super Bowl Dang. party. Okay. So let me kind of tell you the history of this dip. So... Growing up, we always had our Christmas gathering on my mom's side. Everybody came in on Christmas Eve from out of town, and that's when we always opened presents. And, of course, it was just finger foods. We didn't have a main. It was Our meal was finger foods. And I think I was 14 or 15, and my uncle came with his new wife, and he brought – we used to eat Rotel and Velveeta all the time, you know, the mm-hmm. ultimate cheese dip kind of thing. But he brought mm-hmm. this dip that was made with Philadelphia cream cheese, sausage, and a can of Rotel tomatoes. And for years, I always wanted to try to make a healthier vegan version of it. And then when I came up with the uh, TVP sausage crumbles, I thought, wait a minute. I I think that probably could work. So I did the cashews with the cream cheese and then added the uh, just the TVP and then the Rotel. And I mean, man, I, it was like, I will say this. When I tested that recipe and when you see the pictures on the blog, that's actually the second version of that because I ate three quarters of the first round that I was making. <laughs> oh I was at my <laughs> back, one of their surgeons cooking, and it was just, I couldn't stop. I mean, it was like, oh, my gosh. It's like, you know, so... But yeah, that's one of my favorite dips to make. It is just off the chain. Well, then if you're looking for, you know, some some of the things that we're talking about and some of the things that uh, we haven't brought up yet, oh, looky here. 
on uh, shannonsimple.com. 27 amazing vegan Super Bowl recipes. Uh, just a whole <laughs> list of things that you can make. And so choose some of the things we've talked about. Maybe find wow. something else we didn't. Yeah, how did that get there? That's crazy. Oh, how simple. Absolutely love it. Yeah, you even have. I, I, there's, you know, speaking of dips, uh, spinach artichoke dip, seven layer dip, uh, which which I love as well. And then something else because I I always love having something crunchy, um, and I think it's kind of cool. You have tortilla chips with mm-hmm. no oil that are crunchy and crunchy yes. baked onion rings, yes. which I think is very hard. Oh, to give me the do. onion rings. There we go. Yeah, and 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 get them crunchy. I mean, you know, take those onion rings, dip them in some of your ranch right there. And uh, holy cow, that's that's a Super Bowl party right there. Uh, so so, how do you get them crunchy oh, without the oil, both the tortilla chips and and the onion rings? Because I don't quite get it. It's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. So um, the um, the tortilla chips, I was really blown away at how um, just if you take regular corn tortillas. And I take a little pizza cutter and I cut them in triangles and I lay them out and I bake them at 350. And then, you know, every oven is different, but usually around that 12, 15 minute mark, I try to watch it. And when I start to see them golden, get a little bit of brown or golden, I'll take them out. And as they cool, they just get crunchy. And and, and hmm. I love them because they're like those cantina chips where they're real thick, right? crunchy. And, but it's like, I mean, you know, and if you want, I tell people a good way, if you, if you like them a little salty, um, one of the things you can do is I like to baste them with just a little bit of veggie broth and sprinkle a little bit of sea salt on them. You can do that. Um, but I don't do any salt on them, uh, because I'm like, there's the dips are usually savory. So you're getting that. And the chip is just the vehicle for the dip. So, um, but, um, I mean, it, it, I just, I, I still, my brother came over the night and we made some chips and the queso and he just couldn't believe the chips were like, actually, I'm like, they're just a baked corn tortilla, corn tortilla, bro. That's it. I don't know what else to say. There's no magic, <laughs> nothing like that. Right? So, um, but then the other thing that you were asking about was, uh, the onion rings, um, I loved Sonic onion rings growing up. Mm. just oh i love some onion ring and i had made um i think i found dr esselstyn's or ann esselstyn's recipe for onion rings and um i think they used cornmeal or something like that and they worked really really well but i wanted like that big flaky crust and was trying to figure out and i found that's when i discovered panko breadcrumbs and so I had to look to find one that didn't have, have oil or sugar, but I was surprised that the Walmart brand of all that was, or food line was super simple. And so, um, I battered them, sprinkled them with the panko and baked them. And I'm like, man, I just, it just, it makes you wonder why wouldn't everybody do this? You know, I realize it mm, takes no a little kidding. work, but I'm like, you know, so, but it's just, those things are out there. I mean, it's just, it's a learning curve. You learn it and it's, you realize how easy it is and you don't really lose anything, you know? Well, and here's, here's my, uh, my question on that, that, that level of ease. Now I'm a big fan of like instant pot recipes. And now I bought myself an air fryer. So I got that. Have you can, how many of these recipes or have you experimented with doing like a, an instant pot or like a, 
you know, a, a, an air fryer version of some of these? Like, how can you can you convert them? Oh yeah, and and, and so, so a lot of the recipes I make in our air fryer now, um, we have one that looks like a little oven, but you just have to watch the cooking time. That's what I have to tell people because when I did these recipes, I did them before I got an air fryer. Oh and sure. So you just kind of have to keep an eye. You just kind of have to keep an eye on it, but anything that's baked in the oven, you can totally do in the air fryer. It just, it cooks faster and generally cooks a little more evenly. I mean, man, I took a peanut butter and banana sandwich. I've not eaten peanut butter and banana in years. And we had whole grain, had some thick whole grain sourdough and I cut it real thick and put some peanut butter and banana on it and stuck that sucker in the air. Fryer. And that was one of the best sandwiches I've ever had in my life. <laughs> that is awesome. Hey, is- hey, Shane, what are we? Well, what are we missing? Yeah, yep. And, and and you are. And and we we could talk all day, but I I, I do want to uh, to to let you go and get out of here on time. You already stuck with us an extra twenty minutes uh, while my oh, computer man, was blast, dead and, and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, we'll have to have you back, um, and, and I mean that, and obviously I meant it the, the the last time as well. What are we missing? We we, we talked about the, the the house renovation. We talked about the uh, cookbook. Um, we're, we're talking about Super Bowl uh, recipe stuff like that. Anything that we're missing, and where can people find you and and all your recipes and all all that good stuff? Well, the best place to find everything is just the website, shaneandsimple dot com. Everything is. You know, it's like I tell everybody, everything there is free. There's no charge. I do tell people, and which has been really great to see people support, there is a, down at the bottom of the recipe card, there's an option for people that they can donate. It's kind of like Patreon, but it's through PayPal. So I always tell people support is always appreciated because it takes, I just never realized how much money it takes to run a blog, you know? And so anything that people donate, I usually don't put in my pocket. It goes into increase the reach, so to speak. And so... Um, but shaneandsimple.com is the place to go. Um, the Facebook page, there's two. There's the fan, Shane and Simple fan page, but there's the group page where everyone can share and uh, interact and about something. That's good. Instagram, Shane and Simple Cooking. Um, I'm on Twitter, but I don't really pay any attention. I just like to rant and see what everybody's ranting about, so I don't really focus <laughs> on that medium much at all. But usually uh, Instagram and Facebook are the two main social media outlets, but the best place to get the recipes are shanethem.com. Love it. Absolutely love it. And Shane, thank you for joining us again. Uh, absolutely love the conversation. And I can't wait now for the Super Bowl to try out some of these recipes. Last but not least, so you like the Cowboys in the Super Bowl? Are you really going with that? Cowboys versus whom? Okay. Um Okay, who's left? I mean, because I, I I very rarely watch <laughs> AFC. I'm a big NFC guy. So, so, so Cowboys are playing Forty Nine weekend, and so yeah, who who are we looking at in the in a, the, the AFC? We've got Jags. We've got Jags and Chiefs, Bengals and Bills, and uh, you mentioned Cowboys, Niners, and Eagles, Giants. Okay, I want to say this: I would love to see the Bills go. I would love to see the Bills just because that's America's real team. The uh, 30 for 30. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe fourth time's a charm, but I, I would say this. Let me tell you why I like the Bills real quick. I love football, and I, we should just do a podcast on football, man. I love football. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason that I love the Bills is Jim Kelly – Scott Norwood and all the Don Beebe and all these guys. Mm-hmm. When you go back and you watch what they went through three times, you know, I would have loved to have won, but I've had a good life. I mean, all these guys have respect. You can't help but be a Bills fan after watching these guys. And so I thought they just, what made them so unique was this camaraderie character of the team and Marv Levy. Something about that life. So I just always kind of our Bills fan for most of my adult life. But, um, Plus, the I fans throw dildos them. on the field, so that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I have not seen that, man. Bills but, Mafia, uh, they, baby. That is they do. That they is do. I mean, that's my wife, and I need to go. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I, I don't want to see the Jags because I don't want to see like it was like I can stand Tom Brady. I was ready to see the Bucks beat because I don't want to see an eight and nine team playing for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see mediocrity in the Super Bowl. Um, I would I, I like Patrick Mahomes. I wouldn't mind seeing them go, but I like Joe too. I think he's just a player. So, but I would love to see a Cowboys Bills matchup. I, there's just something about that that just seems like it'd be totally cool. It just be hell totally yeah. Cool. All right, I got I got Niners Bengals. Eric, we didn't get your pick. I picked the Bills Packers Super Bowl at the beginning of the year, but I'm, my yeah. Bills pick is still very much alive. All right, and then and then in the NFC, who are you going with? Uh, for me, uh, Niners, dude. I I think I think Niners. They got a lot of lot of skill players, and Brock Purdy, baby, he's gonna he's gonna lead them to the promised land. Ride that Purdy train, you know. I I, I love like it Christian so. Gaffney. I like Christian mm-hmm. McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Hey, and let me Absolutely. tell you all a quick story about Christian McCaffrey. So before I was blogging full time, music director at church, and Christian McCaffrey came to our church. So I got to know him a little bit. No way, that dude is jacked in person. That dude jacked. He like camera does not do that man justice. I was, that's <laughs> all. I mean, he he is a machine. Absolutely. He looks like it on, on the field. I mean, if he wasn't injured, I, and my son and I were talking about it um, the, this weekend, if he wasn't injured as often as he's been injured over the last few years, this yeah. is a guy that'd be on a Hall of Fame path. And that, that's not even joking. That's not hyperbole. He's that good, and he's just amazing to watch. I mean, the speed, power, uh, yeah. being able to catch the ball, block, he does it all. Uh, and so... Um, he's he's a lot of fun to watch. The Niners got some weapons, so your your Cowboys might be in a little bit of trouble this weekend. But but Micah Parsons, I don't know, man. He's pretty damn good too. He can cause some havoc uh, for Brock Purdy, who is uh, who's just a rookie. So um, hey, Shane, thanks again. Awesome job as always. I hope everybody checks it out. Shaneandsimple.com. Start there. Make the recipes. I have. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we we had a great time yeah, as a lot, always. Shane. Yep, and again, check it out, and remember to check us out as well at realmeneatplants.com, and then subscribe to this podcast, please, Purdy, please, like Brock Purdy, please, um, with a uh, vegan cherry on top. (laughs) You like that? All right, Um, we will see you next time on the Real Men Eat Plants podcast. See ya. Awesome. See you guys.